So I generally try to only do games, movies, and anime that are trending and new in order to hopefully catch the hype and show people that these nerdy sermons are with it. But there are plenty of older stories that are precious to me that I just don't get to do videos on because of this rule. This week it was announced that a young up-and-coming game dev passed and they just so happened to be the ones who created one of these slightly older favorites that I was just referring to. So, in a way to honor the legacy of Muhammad Fami, we're going to devote today's sermon to the somewhat niche, somewhat viral indie sim, Coffee Talk. Now, what could a multi-dimension fantasy coffee shop have to offer us in the real world as how we can be better people? Let's talk about it. Folks, welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers come together to talk about faith, games, and wishing that I could drink coffee during the midnight hours. I am your nerd pastor, Nate. If you like these weekly deep dives, be sure to sub, hit that bell, and find out when our next one drops. Folks, as always, we're going to be starting with our scripture in this video. Our scripture comes from the letter of Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 9. I'm going to be reading from the NRSV. That's my preferred translation. It's what's going to be on the screen. But if you have one that you prefer, feel free to use that one instead. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. So first we have to ask, what on earth is Coffee Talk? Well, if you haven't played it, I greatly encourage you to give it a shot. It is a cheap game and a really fun story to be told. The game follows a barista who is the owner and sole employee of Coffee Talk, the titular coffee shop. The story is set in a fantastic reimagining of Seattle, Washington, populated by a broad variety of fantasy races such as elves, orcs, mermaids, and others. Throughout the overarching story, various members of these races serve as the shop's patrons with these little self-contained stories uh, or stories connecting to the larger plot being told. The game's plot is experienced over the course of two weeks with each day acting as kind of a, a vignette as folks visit the coffee shop to discuss their concerns with the barista and amongst one another. And what a wacky cast of characters it is. There's Freya, a fairy woman and a journalist for the fictional newspaper The Evening Whispers, who is aspiring to be a fiction writer, which is a mood. There's also Georgie, a local cop who visits the coffee shop pretty regularly. There's Rachel, a former member of a girl band who's trying to start a career as a solo musician, and her dad, Hendry, who was a a former big name in the music industry who now wants to protect his daughter Rachel. There's Neil, an alien visiting Earth with the mission of breeding with its inhabitants. There's Hyde, an immortal vampire who now works as a model. Gala, a werewolf and veteran who worked as a bodyguard for Hyde and is now trying to heal himself by healing others. Neil, an alien visiting Earth with the mission of breeding with its inhabitants. There's Myrtle, an orc working on a fictional game Full Metal Panic and who is very obsessed with working in general. There's Aqua, who's an octopus girl who is extremely shy but also very passionate about technology and indie game development in particular, and also happens to love the Full Metal Panic series. I wonder where that one's going. Of course, there's also Neil, who is a literal alien, again, who is here on Earth for the purpose of breeding the people of Earth. And then there's a young couple consisting of Lua, a succubus, and Baileys, an elf, whose families do not approve of their relationship due to their racial differences. And of course, there's Neil, an alien who is visiting Earth with the mission of breeding with its inhabitants. I mean, come on. This game is weird, wild, and wacky, and I just can't help 
but love every minute of the charm of this crew. From its lo-fi chill hop music to its charming 8-bit art, the game is a real masterpiece that I think is worth experiencing. The end of the story goes to some wild spaces that I won't spoil in this video because I want you to go and play this game. But for this video, I want to focus more on the vibes of this game and how successful this team was in creating a realistic experience. It won't take long into this already too short game to feel immersed in this world. You see everything through the eyes of the barista, never actually getting to see the barista. The barista says very few things without allowing you, the player, to choose what is said. So you really feel like it's you that's getting to interact with these characters. The immersion is there. Not to mention that the characters really do feel like they're naturally interacting with one another, like real people do in everyday life. It doesn't feel forced or like they already know each other, but instead they're truly meeting each other in the way you would, awkward beats and all. You find yourself rooting for Freya to make her deadline for her fiction book submittal. You want to help Lua and Bailey's work through the family drama between the two of them. You want Neil to come across as more normal or even normal at all in order to have a successful mission with the species of Earth. Uh, maybe, maybe that's just me. I, I wanted that for him. He's cute. But again, what really sets this game apart is that the other characters also seem to be rooting for each other. They come across as characters that don't really know each other until they meet in the coffee shop, and then they start to form bonds over the two weeks of the game and get to know one another to the point that they even support one another. Sometimes that support resulting in butting heads with people they've just met. It's this camaraderie that brought me to our scripture for today, so let's talk about that. The passage for this video comes from the Apostle Paul's letter to the early church that was about to be formed in Rome. Paul wasn't sure if he would be able to do his usual shtick and go to personally forge the early church in the area. He wasn't entirely certain if he'd even be alive from all of his imprisonment to make it in time. So he writes this kind of Christianity 101 course that we get to read in the book of Romans. Romans 12 in particular has become a pretty infamous passage out of this letter, given some of the more challenging ideas of Paul presented here. But in this passage, Paul isn't saying anything that should be challenging. It just is because of our human proclivity to divide from one another. This chunk of scripture is an attempt to explain to the early church in Rome what it means to be the body of Christ. The body of Christ is Paul's preferred term for those who have entered into a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's more than just being a part of a community. It's a calling to be a part of one greater body formed in Jesus. In this body, Paul says, it's vital that no one member think of themselves as being more than any other member, and certainly not any higher of themselves than they deserve. Instead, it's important to Paul to consider the obligations assigned to each member of the body, but to not see it as a hierarchy. The teachers should be given proper respect as teachers, the prophets as prophets, the leaders as leaders, etc., etc. In this way, all members of the body don't serve the same function, but by working together, the whole of the body is made better for the respect and grace offered to one another. Individually, we're members of one another. We are both specialized and integrated. Membership and individuality all at once. Then Paul wraps this concept up with a simple thought. Let your love be genuine. Stay away from evil things. Hold on tight to the good stuff. What is Paul doing here. Like I said a moment ago, our natural tendency is to divide and try to create tribes within our culture. It's no mystery that the church failed on this front, or at least has the potential to continue failing. Division within the church is as natural a thing as ever. We have plenty of denominations in the Protestant movement of the Christian church, and they're only expanding as we continue moving forward in time. That makes Paul's diatribe all the more important. We can keep making as many denominational divides or personal divisions as we desire to make. The true test comes with how we are doing at being a part of the greater body of Christ. That is something that should not be divided. We all bring with us vital and different pieces of the puzzle. Whether they all look the same or not, the hand should not say it has no need of the foot, as Paul might say. 
So what does this have to actually do with coffee talk? Well, to be honest, I can't think of a much more palpable example of the body of Christ literally being forged before your very eyes than in this game. We have a literal third space in the form of coffee talk, the coffee shop. The term third space means that it's not the comfort of your home, nor is it the expectation and baggage of work for any of these patrons. This space is intended as a third kind of space where organic and intentional community can be formed. And formed it is. We have vampires, werewolves, fairies, mermaids, succubi, orcs, cat people, etc, etc, etc. All these very different people gathered in one spot. Not only are they different races and species, some of them are game devs. Some of them are retired. Some of them are aliens. Some are nurses. Some are models. These are all drastically different characters from drastically different walks of life. And yet they're all coming together in one central location and creating something new together. Where else would a vampire model be able to weigh in on the racial struggle between two species marrying that seemingly shouldn't have even met in the first place? Where else would these antics ensue other than in an intentional third space? A place that is welcoming, comforting, and at the very least, serving up good hot bevies. See, the church has made this fatal flaw of worrying about huge worship services, electric guitar, Nord keyboards, tight skinny jeans, preachers with sneakers, and we've missed the forest for the trees. We don't even have a worship service here at Checkpoint yet. We aren't rushing things. We're providing a third place first and foremost where people from completely different walks of life can gather together. That's why Coffee Talk is so important to me in particular. This is my life. I get the incredible gift of experiencing the best parts of this game, IRL. I get to sit on this side of the screen, putting together streams and nerdy sermons, and in the meantime, I get to watch you get to know each other and love each other. Against all odds, we have people at Checkpoint from across the world, across social divisions and economic divides, across age gaps and expectations, interests and passions and hobbies. It's all there and it's all beautiful. Don't take my word for it. To better prove this point, how about we hear it from the words of someone other than me, from one member of our community, Christina, who's been around for nearly a year now and is a vital part of the family. She wrote this project for her English class, of all things. This is her poem, There is a Family Here by Christina Perdue. It's after the model of Jamal May and Clint Smith for the Checkpoint Church Discord. There is a family here, a family that spans cities, states, and countries. And no, not the kind of family that judges or criticizes but a family that celebrates their differences, welcoming new members with open arms, and no, not arms pointed accusingly, pointing out flaws or starting arguments. The kind of arms that are open and warm, making you feel loved and seen with every voice chat or message sent. And no, not the kind of message that traps, that the sender regrets instantly, but the kind of message that praises and uplifts, bringing light and joy to every day. Shots are fired, but not the kind that hurt. Only debates over ice and doors, wheels and obscure board games, and whether Nate will win this Mario Kart race or not. There's a family here. Not the kind that will leave or waver, but the kind that will be here for you forever. I mean, come on, folks. It doesn't get much better than that. The truth presented in Coffee Talk is a truth that we're living out every single day at Checkpoint. And that's why it's such an important game to me. Whether the game devs realize it or not, they perfectly presented the body of Christ in an example better than the church itself nowadays. What can we take away from this? Just know that God wants so much more for us than stodgy old worship services or rules and parameters. God longs for holy community with us. God longs to see the body of Christ built up with nerdy, nerdy folks just like you. You are so welcome here, and you are so longed for by God. So whether you're a werewolf nurse, a cat girl seeking their purpose, or a fairy trying to make it in the novel business, let me be the barista that welcomes you through the doors. You are vital to the body of Christ, and you are always welcome here at Checkpoint Church.
Folks, with that, thanks so much for watching this video. I so appreciate you taking time out of your days each week to watch these nerdy deep dives. If you want more of what Checkpoint Church is doing right here, right now, you can join us Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays over on our Twitch channel. We're streaming Poke Mondays on Mondays, streaming all the good stuff on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and always gaming together on Wednesdays. We started a Stardew Valley campaign this past Wednesday. That was super fun, and now I'm obsessed again. If you want more action from Checkpoint Church right this very second, then you should join our Discord. We're active 24-7 over there. I'll link both of those things down below. They're great places that I would highly encourage you to check out. Hey, quick question for you. Who would you most like to be friends with from Coffee Talk? I have a bit of a crush on Lua, but she's a succubus, so uh, maybe that's not like my choice, you know? Anyway, the answer is Freya. It's obviously Freya. I want to be her so bad. Come on, a fiction writer? Ugh, it's my dream life. With that, we're going to end this video as we always do with our three things we lead to true about every single one of you out there, regardless of where you may be with God, what you may believe, whether you like coffee talk, don't like coffee talk, maybe don't admit that one to me. But regardless of who you are or where you come from, whether you describe yourself as a Christian, whether you like church, don't like church, none of those things change these three things that we believe to be true about absolutely every single one of you out there. Number one, we believe that God loves you, like really, really loves you, wants community with you. Number two, we love you. We're wanting to forge this community in the third space that we're calling Checkpoint Church. And number three, we believe that you matter. You are a person of sacred worth. The world is a better place. Why? Because you're in it. Folks, with that, and until the next time that I see you, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Go play Coffee Talk. And especially we honor the life of game devs like Muhammad Bami, who create stories like this that help us to understand God in a whole new way. Thank you for creating, my friend. Rest in peace. And with that, until the next time that I get to see you, be well. Bye-bye. Why can't I lock on to you? Oh, but you can hit me! You can hit me through the glitch! But I can't hit you through the glitch! Oh, I don't think so! I'm gonna stay 10 feet away. No, I can't hit you through the thing. How come you can hit me through the thing, huh? Well, now I guess we're just at an impasse. It appears we're at an impasse. Jeremy, you don't even understand what I'm talking about. Are you even listening to me, Jeremy? Are you even listening? I'm talking to you. Look, you look like you're walking through a door. What are you doing, Jeremy? Listen to me! I'm talking!